Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast about three wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master, which just means I play all the characters that the players don't play, and I help write a little bit of the story, but mostly the story uh, is written in the process of making this podcast with our wonderful players. And why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves right now. Hey everyone, I'm Nadine Kühn and I play a little pixie elf called Sassly Mary Nature Spring. Sassly is an arcane sciences mage and she accidentally created herself wings by experimenting with magic. But unfortunately, these wings don't fly. Hi and welcome. I just wanted to say welcome. Hi, I'm Lucas Fischer. I play... <laughs> I never get to say it. Coming from uh, my job. I... <laughs> Anyways, I play Jasper Casper, a human wizard from the non-magical world, and all he wants is try and find a place to belong, and I'm sure we can help him. And now it's me. Hello. I am Sebastian Kinder, and I play Eric Miller, the only musician magician with a troubled past where people forget who he is, and even people who aren't in his direct family start to forget who he is. <laughs> this this Edward guy always comes too late. I remember that. It, it wasn't Eric. I think he called you Aaron, but yeah. Aaron, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that has anything to do with the magic. I think that's just... Uh... That's just Eric's life, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang it. Michael, who was talking right now? <laughs> it's hard to say. Please, Sebastian. I can't quite remember Sebastian, though. It's calling that you're able to remember me. <laughs> so you, you do the music, or what do you do in this part? I like you too, Lucas. I like you. <laughs> it's very important for the listeners to know at home that we all like each other. And and we have to mention it a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's my official publicity statement. <laughs> so at the end of the last episode, or rather not quite at the end, but, but near the end of the last episode, you guys all got a growth point. Yay. Yes. Yay. That's kind of like leveling up here in the magical hat system. And every other time that we get a growth point, we get to either buy a spell or we get to buy a a bonus, a bonus to help us roll better, which this group could... Uh, if you know, <laughs> which this group maybe could use some help doing. I'd love to hear what you guys spent your growth point on. What did you choose and, and why did you choose that? Well, I was thinking, I mean, what's important for Sassly? It's important, of course, to fly, but I also think she would really like to be able to punch people. So plus one to physical attack. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> of course she did. Perfect. Watch out, Brock. <laughs> Watch out, Brock. I mean, it sounds reasonable. Wasn't there wasn't there a bonus like plus fly? Wasn't no. Wasn't I'm working on that one. I'm working on that one. <laughs> maybe you have to talk to the to the like the writer of the game. Season two, maybe we'll add those bonuses. <laughs> Be yeah. able to fly. But you know, I was kind of going the same direction. I mean, I, I didn't want to punch people, but I felt like, like you okay, also want to fly. Since when? Don't steal my goal. <laughs> I mean, now I found a place to belong. I mean, I belong in the air. But you can't. No, um, I I wanted to have something that that fits Jasper the most at this moment, and uh, I feel like you know he's still having his book all the time, and you know researching stuff. And I already mentioned the word, so yeah, my bonus is plus one on research. That's great. You know, because I was actually talking to Nadine the other day. Um, 
we live together, everybody. That's why I talk to her a little more than the rest of everyone else. Um, but <laughs> so I was talking to Nadine the other day about how powerful How to Be a Witty Wizard is as like a, an item in any role-playing game. It's an incredibly powerful item because basically like every now and then you can just look into it and get a fact for free. And if you roll high, you just get a free fact about the world whenever you want. Uh, of course, the downside being that whenever you roll low, uh, you get a not true fact that you have to believe. And I was like... In general, he always has a he has this item that gives him a 50 50 chance of having a true fact about the world known to him, which is pretty cool. 50 50 so far is not like that balanced, but I mean, <laughs> 50, like, like 150's written really small and 150's written really right, big, you right. know? But yeah, that, that fits. Now, with a plus one, that should work. We will see how my rolling will be. Well, you have new dice, right? Well, yeah, but. Let me see. Oh, we have a six. So it's going to... Plus one is a seven. Is <laughs> oh, <great. yeah. laughs> it's getting better all the time. So it's going to be another goblin hug. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Ah, now it's just me missing. I was thinking a little bit about what Eric did most of the time when he had the possibility to. And one of his most used spells for the time is still the lead you need. But... I, I had the impression that he could get even better with that. So I thought the one uh, point I had, I'm going to put into magical uh, influence so that all the spells with this subtype get a little bit better. Ah, oh, that's good. Awesome. Yeah. You really want to manipulate people, right? <laughs> Not really manipulate. Just want to make beautiful music. Yeah. That's great. Just manipulate them and then Tesla punches them with a the plus one. <laughs> and then and then Jasper can read about it. I, I researched for the first day. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm I'm so uh excited to know that, you know, Eric and Jasper and Sassley, they are progressing through this world of magic and they're they're learning. They're growing. Sassley has had to do a lot of the really physical things in her first two classes, a lot of running around. So it makes sense that she got better at like physical, uh, physical stuff. Attack. It's attack. It's just a plus one on the attack. Yeah, physical attack. I was trying not to use the word, but yeah, she got better at attacking things. <laughs> After all that researching that Jasper's tried to do, I think he also <laughs> makes sense. And yeah, uh, and Eric also, he's, he's cast lead you need quite a few times and he's gotten a little better at it. So I love it. It's really, it's all making sense. You know, I don't want to wait any longer because last time that we left you guys, uh, you were standing there in front of Charles LeMay who had handed you what appeared to be a touchstone. And I know that we're all very eager to find out what's going to happen next. So, without much further ado, let's start with this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Last time on JK We Are Rolling, the Shieldless found ourselves trying to calm down an infuriated kobold before it could destroy a K-Mod. This was an illusion created to test us for our Zauberless Relations class, but it felt all too real. With Sassley painted and disguised to look like a kobold, and my ability to change my wand into any shape, we gave the kobold a gift he couldn't refuse. 
We passed the class and got a point towards being the crystal bearers this semester. After class, we went for some food at the cafeteria. We were on our way back to our common room when Charles LeMay called us over and asked for his favor to be returned. But no one expected to see the touchstone that he pulled out next. Now he wants us to hide it on Mildred's coffee mug and the stakes could be higher than ever! So, you guys are standing around the corner, around the corner from the dining hall, the grand hall, and uh, you are standing in front of Charles LeMay, who has just handed Sassley a touchstone. He asked for your help to achieve something. He said, you know, could you do me a favor? This is for a senior prank. Do me a favor and stick this on Mildred Mulberry's coffee mug. And he handed you a yellow touchstone. And Sassley, as it touches your hand and you say, this time we got it, you feel that the stone is buzzing in your hand. It's vibrating very strongly. It doesn't buzz loudly. It doesn't make any sound. It just kind of powerfully vibrates. So don't think of it as one of those like restaurant table alerting things. That's like, rah, rah. it's not like that. That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly yeah, what exactly I thought. Right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like a, it just like powerfully vibrates in your hands, but it doesn't make any sound. Whoa. So he says, yeah, so basically all you have to do is uh, you put this stone into on the bottom of her mug and it'll stop vibrating then and it'll just sink right into the bottom of the mug and she'll never even notice that it's there. It's going to be great. It's going to be a really great prank. What does it do to her then? Uh, it makes her coffee taste like Sprite. It's going to be hysterical. It's going to be like, uh -huh. she's going to be in class uh -huh. she's gonna, and do that thing where you're like, Ugh, and it's so gross because you expected a different taste. Yeah, funny. Charlie, where did you get that touchstone from? <laughs> touchstone? What? I didn't say it was a touchstone. I didn't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> so we do want to confront him. How do you know what touchstones are? I don't know. What is it? You just said the word touchstone. So how do you know what a touchstone is? I actually don't know. I heard about it before. But this is one, right? Well, it looks like a touchstone. Yeah, and it does kind of a similar thing. How do you know how a touchstone looks? Well, I have studied this sort of thing. I'm a uh, fourth year, and uh, I've seen it in a textbook before. But this is only your second day at school, so I find it pretty unlikely that you would have come across that before. She's a super brain. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you want us to help you or not? Well, actually, you have to help me. You made a magically binding contract when you accepted my last spell. So... Here are my terms. He holds up a wand, which begins to glow at the tip. And he says, place this on the bottom of Mildred Mulberry's mug in the next four days. And if you don't, on the fifth day, you'll be returned to bunny form. Permanently. What? But hey, maybe I'll release you after some time, okay? But I mean, a deal's a deal, right? <laughs> right. Can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm asking as Lucas right now. So we do want to con we want to confront him with all the knowledge that we we gained about the touchstone. I mean, we just we did. don't. No, we, we don't. No. Well, I mean, we just kind of did. He doesn't seem to want to talk about it, and he's brushed past it. But if you guys are going to keep following it up, then um, he's going to obviously want to know why you guys know that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, much more interesting. Jasper has one question. Charles. Yeah. 
much more important, why would you want to put a prank on a teacher? That's a senior tradition. I mean, it's mean. Don't, I mean, you, you have high schools where you come from, right? It's like, it's the thing that seniors do. We, we pull pranks. Senior pranks. Yeah, and it's, it's so much fun. All right, we have four days, right? You said four days? You have four days. So basically, next Monday, today's Thursday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Next Monday, if you haven't done it by then, Sassley will turn back into a bunny because I only made the deal with this little pink pixie elf right here. The rest of you are off the hook. You got a good friend right there. Good friend. Deal. Goodbye, Charlie. All right. Okay. See you guys later. See you. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, God, no. And he points behind you and he says genuine fear in his face, like genuine fear. I turn around. I don't. Mm -hmm. You don't turn around? You can fool me. You can fool me. Well, I, I do. <laughs> Maybe it's a Dementor. <laughs> no. Sassy trusts Eric. If he looks, she keeps an eye on Charles. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then he goes, he goes, all right, well, that didn't work. And uh, he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, walks, he walks down the hallway and uh, rounds a corner and he's gone. Ooh. So just, just that I get it right, you have to do this because of the deal you made with him. Awesome. Um... You're welcome. I helped us all making this funny thing happen. Exactly. I'm I'm not blaming you in Thank the slightest. You. Not in the slightest. Thank you. I'm I'm just just trying to think about um I mean he made the deal only with you. So if you were going to do it, who it's not like and he points to Jasper <laughs> and then to himself. It's not like we both could warn Mildred, that there's something in her coffee mug. But isn't the the the, the 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 most important point that it's going to be a touchstone attached to the mug? Okay, guys, I don't know if you noticed, but it was a strong vibration in my hand when I got the touchstone. Is is it still vibrating? Actually, right now it's quite calm. Now that you know that, is there anything you can just help with? Ah. Uh... I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking. Uh point is you you don't want to be returned uh, into a bunny, right? I like Bumper, but I also like to be sassy. And Bumper liked you, so maybe he's looking forward to it. Yeah, bum Bumper Bumper is awesome. I I think we are all in that Bumper is awesome. <laughs> I like him. But 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 we need to make sure that you don't end as Bunny Sassy again. Yeah. So, we need to make sure that Touchstone is getting into Mildred's muck. I was actually wondering if we could ask Ross Ehrenmann about touchstones in general. Do you think he would tell us anything about it? Probably. I mean, he is a general, in a way. Um, Just like, hey, we heard stories about touchstones. Where, where, did, where did we hear those stories about touchstones? It was in the library. In which part? In the restricted area. Um, yeah, in the restricted area, in the area yes. that we aren't allowed to go in. Exactly, we did it anyway. Oh, I, I get what you mean. Oh, we could say we heard it from students. Two students talked about the touchstones, and we don't know the students yet. Maybe like Charles LeMay. Yes. Would be a possibility, but it still won't help us in case of we need to take care of the one in your hand. 
but since we have four days, I wouldn't do it immediately. I would just try to figure out. No, 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 it's it, it's not immediately. It's just even if you you have to do it in the end. You can't help it. You have to. Mm-hmm. I'm a big deal. We keep our promises. You keep your promises. That's awesome. Um, but but point is, as I mentioned before, if you're going to do that and we say that, I don't know, we want to have an even better stand with Mildred, it might be a good idea to, um, I don't know, tell her if you do so. Just like, hey, we had help during one of the classes from another student and that he wanted us to do this. So just that we don't get any problem with her. Mildred keeps everything so much to herself. I wonder, I wonder how she reacts to all of that. I don't know, but, but, but as you mentioned, we have four days. That's quite a lot. Especially in our pace. <laughs> that, was, that was a little meta. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we have 20 weeks. <clears throat> no, but, but guys, like seriously, I mean, we, we went to Mildred the first time we found a touchstone, the very first we found. And then, you know, we kind of, you know, came together with her and, and started developing something like, like a team who's going to fight or look for something. And now that we have Charles having the other touchstone and, you know, like really wanting us to do somewhat harm to Mildred in a way of pranking her. And that he even is, you know, going for his for his debt that that Cecily owes him. I feel like maybe, as Eric says, it makes more sense to, you know, talk to Mildred about it openly. What do you think? We tried to talk to her about it, and she took our touchstone and never talked about it again. But we can do it. I'm, you know. I mean, next we're, time we're when team, she guys. next time when she wants to have the touchstone, we can say no. I mean, you say it. It's 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 a little a little bit more. Um... Complicated than that. Uh, the touchstone you have right now, in the moment, it's not vibrating, yes? Uh -huh. So the touchstone we have here is a completely different one from the one that we took from the Alps. Uh -huh. Because, as we know, when they're close together, they vibrate. So I guess he had the other part of the stone, which is the reason why it vibrated so much. And now that he's gone, it's not vibrating anymore. Yeah? Sounds logical. So that's a whole other touchstone incident here. Oh, you think it's not the second touchstone, it's the third one. Yeah. Another another part of another pair. Time is time is a getting late. You know, the day uh, is a going. If you spend too long here, uh, it'll count as one of the places that you've been today. Yeah, yeah. It's it's alright. It's alright. Alright. <laughs> I mean, maybe just for one second being out of character. I mean, the the, the thing I want to mention is if Charles is going to work with Mildred or for Mildred in a way, this wouldn't make sense to me because, well, he could have given the touchstone directly to her and not right. Vera's right. de delivering it. So I feel like there's some kind of, you know, like they are against each other in a way, which we don't figure out, we didn't figure out yet. But maybe we have to kind of lean towards one of the two sides in order to feel like, okay, who are we going to talk to about it? So you don't want to figure anything out, trying to figure it out for yourself before you go either way? No, I'm not like keeping this out of out of possibility, but um, in that aspect, I wouldn't know where to start. Um, honestly. Let, let's, let's just, as we're talking as players in the moment, I'm just mm -hmm. going to throw it in. We know yeah. it's a touchstone. We know the purpose of touchstones, at least in some kind of way. 
that they're responding to each other. Mm -hmm. So I'm more than sure that the point about yeah, making the coffee taste like Sprite, uh, it feels more like a lie to me. That yeah. is a fact. That is a lie. I mean, we don't have. To, I, I think that's that's clear. It's yellow. It has to be fat. It's so. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, that, that's the funny prank. That's what we're gonna do. But actually, what he makes us do is chip her. Mm -hmm. That yeah. he knows if she's coming closer because Mildred nearly always carries her coffee mug with her. What happens if both touchstones are like super close or touch? They vibrate quite a lot. But what does it do? I don't know. You guys know from your research that touchstones are usually used to to open something or to get a reaction from something. Open a portal. Mm -hmm. Like to, yeah, they can open, unlock. Mm -hmm. um, they're usually used to like attune one side to a frequency and then the other, the other side attunes to like the frequency of whatever it's placed on. What is the daytime right now? Is it like noon, afternoon-ish? Yeah, it's into the afternoon because you guys had class, you went to lunch. So yeah. now you're in the... Like, you're in the, mm, kind of still in the early afternoon, you're getting towards the later afternoon. We also don't know where Mildred is, right? You don't know where she is right now. After a certain incident, we haven't seen a single bit of her. I wonder which incident that could be. <laughs> <clears throat> Does the snake react to anything that happens, actually? Is the snake in any kind of... Wilbur? The snake was not... He's just been hiding in Jasper's sleeve, so he... I don't know if he was even aware of that. You know, for him, it's all just a it's it's all just a carnival ride until you pull him out and and allow him to interact with the world. <laughs> and get plus zero point five to Sprinus. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys want to do? Um, in the moment, it doesn't feel like we should like disturb Mildred, given that there is still seemingly a bit of um, troubleshooting because of what happened. Mm -hmm. um, maybe we just like check out the castle a bit more. Like we know about the library where we are sleeping, but like it's it's a castle. Come on, just how many times have we been able to explore such a place? Yeah, I would decide between, like, you know, talking to Mildred or maybe Ross Ehrman about it, in a way, or maybe trying to to find our way about the purpose of the vibrating even more, like, you know, going around the castle, maybe, you know, feeling if there's going to be any vibration so we, we can have more clues. Maybe if it's only with child child's uh, presence or maybe somewhere else in the castle. I don't know. What about this? I try to take everything together and we will explore the castle, go all the way up because there's an overlook all the way up so that we can like look around how, how it looks around like the castle. On the way, we can mm -hmm. have the uh, touchstone ready. If we feel any vibrations, we follow that. Is that a plan? Yes. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. I feel like we should go all the way on top of this castle to figure out how everything looks from up there. Oh. Yeah, sure. Sounds like a plan. I'm in. If it's not too high. Cool. Follow me. And if I feel any vibration on the way, I tell you this, I will follow this and we will figure this out. Come on, guys. That's going to be fun. Okay. Excellent. So off you guys head to the top of the castle. You're heading to the tower, which we're going to call the Owlry. The Owlry is uh, three floors up from where you are now. So uh, 
you can find it. I mean, you kind of, uh, <laughs> there's, there's signs all over the castle, so <laughs> we don't just wander around aimlessly. Um, like advertisement or just... <laughs> so you, you go up, um, if you were entering the castle, it would be on the left side, uh, staircase, or basically that's the opposite side from your common room, because there's two staircases that head up to the opposite sides of the castle. So you head up this, uh, castle, you go up three floors, then up another long spiraling staircase into another small antechamber that seems to be used for mail, sorting, and packages that arrive from birds that are sent in. There's another set of stairs that kind of lead up out the up the top, the center of the room, and that opens up to the open tower that is the Owlery, which you can see outside of every side of. The view is incredible it's a beautiful day it's early afternoon the sun's coming down there's just a you know just a balmy wonderful little windy day there's a handful of owls roosting up above you several pigeons there's one eagle and a crow and they're roosting up at the top structure of of the owlery above you they belong to people in the castle or they belong to somebody who sent a message and that bird is resting before it returns home so as I said, the view is beautiful. You can take a look in every direction. There's a small booth set up to the side of the space, which a student, you can see from the emblem on the cloak, it's a horse shield, is sitting at. The top of the booth is empty, but below there are bags of all different kinds. I'm a little bit taken by the view. It's like the moment he's up there and able to take, mm -hmm. take a look at anything outside with the beautiful, slowly setting sun, it's like boing. And he's gone. <laughs> Great. You can, I mean, you can go look in a direction uh, and you can look out in every direction. That's totally fine. So tell me what direction you'd like to start in. And yeah, I will. I guess the others will just follow Eric. <laughs> and you can tell me which direction you you look into. Leslie cannot quite see it because the, the, the wall is so high. So she's like, <laughs> like trying to make her way up there. I bet she could see it if she was 10 centimeters taller. I don't know. Shall she? Shall she try? <laughs> <laughs> she should. She should. Okay. Sassy's like, all right, guys, heap and sweep, and it's a two. Well, Sassy, you can mark that on your character sheet as another failed spell outside of battle. <laughs> yes. Thank you for encouraging me, magician master. <laughs> well, I just wanted you to have a good view, but instead, the others will report back to you what they see, and you can see. Not like you unfortunately can't see down into the castle grounds. You can see farther beyond, but you can't see like directly below into the castle grounds like the others, especially Jasper can. I really feel like the situation like Legolas and Gimli on Helm's Deep, you know, behind the wall. And then Gimli's like, <laughs> what's happening there? Throw me. <laughs> Throw me. What? Don't tell the elf. <laughs> I could get you a box. <laughs> um... So which which direction are you looking, Eric? Um, I think in the north, actually. To the north. Okay, great. So first of all, I'll tell you that um, to the northwest, that's where faint mountains begin to start. And directly to the north, you can see the foot of these mountains actually start pretty close to the school. There's a river that runs almost directly to the south. Um, from north to south on the west side of the castle, and the mountains are on either side of the river. Further up from the castle to the north and slightly to the, uh, to the west, 
is an old broken bridge. It's about halfway from the castle to the mountains. Directly to the west is the direction that you arrived on your first day. It's the river and the beautiful light stone bridge that you crossed upon arriving. And there's a small path that leads into the forest beyond that. There are two large glowing rune-covered stones that you saw when you arrived on the castle side of the river, and they're on either side of the bridge. If we keep going, I'm assuming you guys are just walking around the top of the castle, kind of getting a good overview. To the south, there's nothing but thick, thick forest. Probably some of that is the spell which makes the forest confusing to navigate for non-magical visitors. It seems like it's non-ending and, and almost impassable. To the southwest is an utterly giant fir tree. The, the fir tree has power. It's a sun, it's a thunderstorm at my place. Wow. I can't I keep it like, any wow, That was amazing, the timing us, of it. Maybe I'll leave that are in. Are you giving Ooh. us like some sound effects, Michael? I find that very intriguing. <laughs> <That's> incredible. <laughs> wow. To the southeast is an utterly giant fir tree standing out about uh, a kilometer away from the school. It would just be a short hike to get there, but you weren't able to see it until you got very high because you were always in the castle or you were on the ground level. So to the east, you see the battlement-covered towers, which house the shields of Neudrachenberg. Beyond that, the forest continues. Mm -hmm. To the northeast, faint mountains begin to start, and directly to the north, you can see the foot of those mountains actually start pretty close to the school. Jasper, you are the tallest. You can roll investigation while you are looking out to the east. All right. I mean, to be fair, Jasper is not leaning too much over the, the wall. Mm-hmm. Because it's quite high, and he is quite high, so it's even higher. Anyway, <clears throat> it is a 17! Yay! Yes! Yay! A 17! Okay, this was like a random, like, mm, if they roll really high, I'll give them some extra information. Well, I don't know, Jasper was feeling really brave that day, and it paid off. He is leaning over the side of the castle, and he sees that Mildred is in the garden between the main castle and the middle, the middle shield dorms. That's a uh, bear mm -hmm. shield. So there's a, there's a little garden out there. She's in the garden. She looks like she's looking for something. And you're very high up, so you can't tell, but like you would guess from the body language that she's not, like you can just tell from the, from the stiffness, like she's probably not in a great mood. Guys? Yeah. I, I, hmm? Is it is it Mildred I see down there? I don't know. What? Yeah, yeah I can't quite see. I, I don't know. Eric, is it Mildred? It's it's like Eric is leaning a bit forward, looking down, just like, huh? Is it? Does he see anything as Jasper hints towards it? I mean, look look right down there in the garden. You see, you see that woman? <laughs> I can't see. Cecily, Cecily, should I lift you up? Um, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jasper's trying to, to lift her up. Roll spryness. No, I'm just kidding. You, you do it. You do it. <laughs> careful with the wings. Careful with the wings. Okay, so it's three minus one. Okay, can you imagine? <laughs> she, she just falls. No, it doesn't. Use your wings oh God, as a parachute. <laughs> don't let him, let, let him roll for that. No, no, no. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, guys! Then she's like, guys, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what a sad I ending. Uh, no, you do, you do not have to roll spryness for oh. that. You easily lift Sassley okay. up. Careful with the wings. Careful with the wings. There you go. 
A little higher. A little higher. Yeah. Hey, that's Meldo. Hey, Mel. No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Maybe put me down. Put me down. Put me down. So it was Mildred. Yeah, uh, looks like her. She's looking for something. Do you think she's looking for something? She's looking for the touchstone. I wonder what she's doing. Very suspicious. Well, it looks like she's looking for something. Yeah. Maybe she's looking for some kind of herbs. Ooh. That's quite boring, but could be. Could be. Maybe for another ritual. Because, you know, Cecily, hmm? yesterday we, we kind of, you know, stopped her ritual. And he points towards the one other student up here. Hey, Jasper, get that snake out of your arm. Uh, I want to figure out how the snake reacts to the touchstone. Okay. Wilbur, Wilbur, come here. And Jasper is, you know, like reaching with his hand into the sleeve. He crawls out onto your hand. Okay. Okay, you you hold him, right? Mm-hmm. And I slowly hold up the touchstone. Mm-hmm. And then we get closer and closer. Uh-huh. But be gentle with him. I don't do anything. I just want to see if he reacts to anything. Wilbur. Closer. Wilbur. He stares at you with, with those reptilian eyes, Sassly. And he... Pss, pss. Closer. Closer. Wilbur, is, do you like yellow? I, I will touch him real short with a touchstone. One. Two. Three. And did something happen? Did something happen? He just gives you a look like, hey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's like, not in like a magical way, but just he crawls back up uh, Jasper's sleeve unhappily. Why would you do that? So you will. Okay, we can say the touchstone <laughs> and the snake are not connected. Glad we figured that out. So yeah, this guy is still sitting there, the horse shield student um, at his booth, and he's not that far away from you. And he's kind of looking at you guys like, are they literally just going to keep ignoring me and walking around the side of the, <laughs> the side of the tower? But he also is like, he's looking, but he's very pleasantly with his with his hands on top of the booth. Uh, Sassy puts the touchstone away. She turns around and she says, hey, you, what are you up to? Oh, hello. Welcome to materials, items galore and more. I can help you if you're looking for something. Uh, my name is Matthias Hinterhauser. Hi, horse shield. And he holds out his hand. He's a very, like, business-seeming guy. Oh, okay. Yep. Er Eric takes his hand, shakes it. Yep. He gives it. He has a nice, firm handshake back. Hey, I'm Eric. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. Hi, I'm Sassley. My friends call me Sassley. You can call me Sassley. <laughs> Hi there. Yeah, so, um, I'm here most afternoons, and if you ever need anything, you can always come find me. I spend every summer and vacation collecting materials and items so that we can have some sort of bartering economy here at school. After all, we have things that we want to happen over the year. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But the more rare an item is, the more rare thing or the more money or something I'll need from you. But if you ever need a specific item or something, I'm usually here in this spot. Uh, if you need a material to make an item and you can come and, and maybe we can trade for something. Uh, of course, if you ever find anything rare, I'm always willing to trade for something really great. Do the teachers know you're doing this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, probably, Jasper. Probably they know. Oh, well, then it's okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trading in anything illegal. I don't have any dark magic. <laughs> you said the word illegal. I never mentioned it. But anyway, I trust you. Hey, Jasper, maybe you want to give Wilbo to him. No. It's rare and we found it. 
I mean, even even if I do, Matthias has to be within the five meters in the next whole day. Oh, damn right. Oh, what you got there? What is it? What is it? Let me take a look. Maybe I can tell you if it's magic or not. Like, 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 snake? I don't, I don't know. You would have to show me. And Jasper is like, you know, peeking into his sleeve and looking like if Wilbur is feeling like getting out again or if he wants to stay in the sleeve. Yeah, he seems fine. He seems, he seems pretty chill. Okay, well then I again I reach in with my hand and then let let Wilbur sleep uh-huh. on. Yeah, and he curls up on your hands. Matthias says, "Oh, oh, cool, cool. Let me take a look here. Um, ah, so this is a garden snake. Well, admittedly difficult to find, but uh, it does not look magical like a normal snake. So, <gasps> you guys, you guys, hmm? Mildred is in the garden, right?" Yeah. She's trying to find something. Um, thank you, Matthias. Um, you are great. Hey, thank you. And remember, I'm here just a just a step away. If you can't find an item, come here and I'll just buy them. Something oh, that like, I'm, I'm working on the jingle. It's come come back next week. Sure. I don't find your fishy at all. Thank you. Hey, hey, thank you. I mean he isn't a fish. But do you think says <laughs> You're fired, get out. Get out for that pun. You're fired for that pun. I can't believe that we found the merchant. Cecily, do you think like Mildred is searching for another Wilbur? I think she is searching for Wilbur. That's what I was wondering as well. Shall we go down and just, I mean, slowly ask what she's up to? I mean, maybe, ah, I wonder if, if she will know that Wilbur is there. And I'm, I'm, Jasper is, uh, uh, like, uh, I have to ask this in order to feel like what we're going to do next. Do, do we get the impression like Wilbur is all the time up to something or does he just is like chilling, enjoying life? Wilbur, you, you get the sensation that he's like a snake who has found himself on your body all the time and that he's, he's pretty fine as long as you just remember to feed him every now and then, you know? (laughs) He seems fine. Okay, well, he got a bit of he bread. He, yeah, that's good. But he doesn't seem stressed about anything. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like a stressed out snake. Well, I actually like the idea of, you know, and, you know, talking to Mildred in a way and trying to get more information out of her in a way and pretending not knowing anything. Just talking as a player right now, she, her, um, her touchstone will also vibrate if we get close with ours. So we should not do that if we don't want her to know that we have the touchstone, right? Does it actually? I think because just from a player perspective, I think that that's the thing that's still going around. The the touchstone from the Alps yeah. that we got from them yeah. is connected to another touchstone somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know or some frequency. We we don't know yet what exactly. All we knew is that they were heading towards our quarters. Mm-hmm. The touchstone you have in the moment is a part of another pair. That's at least what I think. Yeah. The one half is in your hand and the other half is with Charles. Yeah, I also think it's, you know, vibrating um, while it's near to, to the counterpart and not like touchstones in general. I don't think that the touchstone that Mildred has is somehow connected to the touchstone that Charles gave us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even then, at some point, uh, you you have to put the, the stone in her muck at some point, unless you want to end as a bunny. Yeah. Uh, oh, we we are turning to that point again. Hooray! Um, as the muck is always near her, 
the logic following, she will always notice if you put it in the muck, if each and every touchstone is reacting to each other. I think from a player's perspective, I think it would, would be worth the risk to just talk to her and trying to find out what she's up to at this point. Might be a good idea. It is early evening, so you can go one more place before uh, you'll run out of time today. Oof, okay. So whatever whatever you do, whatever you want to set yourself up for. We, we don't really have another place to go. Okay, <laughs> if you say so. Having a conversation <laughs> with Mildred might be a good idea. But before we go, I'm sorry, before we go, Jesper noticed something when we went up to the on the tower. Um, because you, Magician Master, said that there were like birds of any kind. Yeah. You know, like being there on, on a little whatever. Yes, there's many, many birds above you. Some owls, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some, um, an eagle, a crow, some pigeons. I'm just like, again, like reaching out for, for Wilbur and trying to get um, the attention. And I'm going closer to like in front of all of the birds who are there, keeping keeping a nice distance. And then Jasper is, you know, reaching for Wilbur and then Wilbur. He's nervous. He looks nervous now. He wasn't stressed before, but now he's stressed. Okay, okay. Oh, he's oh oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> and I'm covering him up. But Wilbur, do you do you know if any of these birds maybe is related somewhat to Mildred? He looks at you and he's like if he had hands, it would have been such a shrug, but it, he doesn't have hands and he doesn't have shoulders, so his body just kind of, like, humps forward. But you get it. It's basically a shrug. Hmm. Maybe I have to learn how to speak puzzles. TM. Okay, <laughs> but anyway. And puts Bilba back. And Sassy looks at Eric and she's like, I really don't get him. I really don't. Sometimes I don't as well, but... but, but. But we know each other for how many days now? That at least means you sometimes get him. That's good. That's like a 50-50 chance. So that you can get me as friends and as a team what we are. I mean, we are, right? Yeah, sure. I don't know if you have green painting. Maybe not. But other than that, I think we're fine. (laughs) Well, not yet. But anyway, no, I was thinking about if we could find out which bird belongs to Mildred, maybe we can find out about something, you know, like, like, like messages she's sending or receiving, you know? Because she wrote a letter back to someone named King. And it didn't look like she used an, a bird for that. It looked like she used a ritual. Well, now <laughs> I can confirm it. Great. We're talking about that as we walk downstairs, right? Yeah, if you please. <laughs> yes, we, we are already close to the, close okay. to the little so car. You guys, yeah, you, you went down the stairs, out the uh, main, like through the main hall. Uh, the entrance hall, out the main thing, you had to walk around the side of the castle, um, and directly around the back of the castle, which is the east side, there is a little garden, and you see Mildred, she's walking around, like, kind of slowly searching for something, but um, apparently not having any success. Occasionally she's standing there and looking around, and so she seems seems conflicted. Where's her coffee mug? Her coffee mug has been put on like a little, like a wooden post. You know, there's like posts around the garden with little fences, you know, to keep all the, the plants in place. So it's, it's near her. But she didn't notice us yet. She didn't see you. She's looking in the other direction. So, so why don't you go first, Cecily? Oh, Eric, it, it, was, it was your plan, maybe. That's smart, because we are connected, Jasper. When I go first, you come with me. Well, but you know, there can be like a distance of four meters, 99. You think I should put it on her mug just so that it's over? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it now. 
Maybe after the talk. Yeah. So it was your idea to talk to her. So go ahead and talk to her. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to Jasper. I see. Jasper, you wanted to talk to her. <laughs> I love that you all went down there decidedly to go do it, and everyone is too afraid to talk to Mildred. <laughs> Are you sure this is what you want to do? <laughs> I just want you to not blame me in the end if anything goes wrong. Don't worry, if something goes wrong, we'll blame every single one of us. By the way, if Jasper goes to talk to her, Sassley will have to follow. Jasper cannot approach alone. Sassley has to go as well. But you, you please be directly behind me. If I had a choice. Eric? Yeah? Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before <laughs> you start moving, think about what you want to talk beforehand. And please tell us beforehand, because I really <laughs> do not want a catastrophe happen. Well... I would start about like, so Mildred, what are you up to? And then see where the conversation is going. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. But yeah, let's do it. Strong opening move. Uh, hey, Eric, Eric, do you want to yeah. hold on to the touchstone just in case we are too close to her in any kind of way? And he takes it and pushes it into his pocket. Okay. I feel, I feel like standing like 10 meters away from her, you know, just talking about what to do and then like passing the, the touchstone. And, uh, so. I didn't know you were only 10 meters away from her. I thought you were watching from further away. Uh, well, well, we are, we are, we are. I, I thought we were a little bit further away than 10 meters. Come on, Jasper, let's go. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so she's, she's standing there in the garden and you can easily walk up to her. Hey, Meldo. Oh. What? Oh, hey, Peanuts. Hey, what's going on? What, what you doing out here, huh? Hi, Miss Mulberry. We just wanted to, 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 you know, see see all the areas here because we're all new. And then we found you and we just, you know, wanted to say hi because it's been a while since we've seen each other. So what are you up to? Strong opening move, strong opening move. Thank you, thank you. Oh, uh, well, I'm just out for a walk here in the garden. You know, it's a lot right now around the castle, and sometimes you need some peace of mind. I'm sure you guys can understand that. So I'm spending some time here in the garden, checking on everything, the ingredients for my potions, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm up to. Well, I don't need to tell you guys that uh, she's obviously up to something else as well. You saw that from above already, but you can also see... It looks like she probably didn't sleep too well. She's got a furrowed brow. She's a little distracted. Okay, so right now, when I'm going to speak again, um, Jasper wants to really focus on her face okay. to search for any kind of expression or reaction. And um, he's like, So, Miss Mulberry, yeah. about the whole touchstone thing. Yeah, yeah, touchstone. Oh my goodness. Yes, what? Remember, we were calling it the MacGuffin? Remember? MacGuffin? Yeah, the MacGuffin. Oh yeah, the MacGuffin. Yeah, the MacGuffin. That's what we wanted to talk about. Come on, Jasper. Maybe there was a reaction in her face, maybe. Um, so, how is it going? Did you make progress with finding the second one? Well, honestly, no. I haven't yet. Here's the thing, I don't know if you guys would be aware of this or not, but they actually should vibrate if they're close to the other one. And I have been walking around with what time I have, but I 
have been swamped. You know, it's still the first few days of school, but I still think it's safer for me to have this than you kids. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to find any connection yet, but uh, I've also been really busy. Mm -hmm. I have to keep things low for a while. Because? All of us teachers do. Everything is on pretty high alert right now. Oh, but, but I mean, if you would have the touchstone and it would start to vibrate, what, what would you do next? Well, there's only two reasons that this touchstone would vibrate. The first reason is that something near me is attuned to the touchstone and there's something nearby that I would be able to, to open or access. Mm -hmm. And the second reason that it would vibrate would be somebody else is carrying one nearby, which means that someone close to me would be about to betray me. <gasps> right, right, <clears throat> right. Yes. So that would mean probably a battle between me and someone else is imminent. So I have a question. I have a question. Um, yes, Sassley, what's your question? So... We also wanted to help you, remember? So we were also looking for mm -hmm. touchstones. Um, but um, it does look the, ex the exact same way, right? Two touchstones that belong together look exactly alike, right? I'm not that familiar with the magic. I, I honestly don't know. I, I'm not an expert on touchstones. I, I studied them a little bit uh, in the past, but I... I, it's not that I, I don't make them. It's not my specialty. If I had that... Doesn't help. If I had all of this information, I, mean, I wouldn't thank be you. asking you yeah. for help. Yeah, I, I, know, I feel I you. It. It's really it. hard, you know. <laughs> exactly. So what, what shall we do if we ever find a touchstone? How shall we treat it? I don't know exactly how you find a touchstone, but if you find the brother of this one that I that we found, then... Please bring it to me immediately and, and tell me how you found it. Oof. Right. <sighs> yeah. Yes, that we will do. Of course. Of course, I would know if you had it because this would be vibrating, right? You know, it would be vibrating. Yeah, it's just so hard to look for it when you really don't know how it looks. I would assume it looks very similar to the one I already have. It's so good that I'm back there. It's so good that I'm not with you. But I mean, it cannot be a different, let's say, color or form. Sassley, I, I don't, I don't know if you. You know, all those questions are hella suspicious. If you had one that went with this touchstone that I have with me right now, I can tell you that I have it. It would be vibrating, and I would know. But right now, I don't feel anything. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. I mean, we don't obviously don't have one. Then that is very clear. No. Um. Do you, Eric? Huh? Jasper. And Sassley kicks him with her big feet. <laughs> oh, no. Eric, now they now they called you out. Eric, who's been standing safely far away, is now suddenly Mildred turns and looks at him and she says, Eric, what are you doing over there? He he you know, we just had lunch and he had a lot of garlic that oh, really yeah. nobody Gross. wants to feel. No, That's what? really okay. Oh man. Yeah. That's there's a pill for that. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> we will tell him. Um, I'm waving a little bit. I'll do fine. He he's waving and he's fine. Um she, she she turns to the other two of you and she goes, Look, I'm worried about that one, okay? Now, 
He's having a tough time. I'm not going to say anything, but I think he might be having a tough time. All right. So I want you guys to keep an eye on him. All right. Okay. You guys need to be a strong, supportive, you know, base for him. And this is a crazy school. It's just the three of you here on your own. I know how hard that is without shields that you're up, that you belong to as a part of. So you guys, you know, and she takes, she puts one hand on Sassley's shoulder and one hand on Jasper's shoulder. And she goes, so I'm, I'm counting on you guys, you know, to lift him up right now, because this distance this is a sign of something bigger going on, okay? This is a sign that there's, there's something even more inside than what I know, the secret, all right? And you have to be the ones that he can depend on, okay? And she looks you in the, in the eyes, Jasper. She's looking, looking for, like, a nod or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at Sassley in the eyes. Okay. He's a, yeah, he's a sensitive soul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, thanks, guys, thanks. And she pats you on the back, and she's like, well... I'll be here in the garden today, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's nice seeing you, kids. I have one more question. Can I, can I ask one more question? Yep. Always. Um, just, just because we still want to figure out where the other touchstone is, how close do we have to be to the <laughs> other touchstone if we ever have one? Sassley, I, I don't know the answer to that, to that question. I, but I think pretty close. I don't think it, it works from far away. I think it's a, a, I think it's a close proximity kind of magic. Okay. Yeah. Because otherwise, if it was too far away, it would be like, you know. I see, yeah, I yeah. see. Thank you. It would you. be like activating something beyond your reach that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, so that, that is exactly what I, I thought. But I mean, how would you do that anyway? You don't. Right. We don't even have one. You don't have. Yeah. Just keep an eye on the teachers and the students like we talked about. Okay, right? That's. That was the purview of your assignment was like, keep an eye on the students and the other teachers and then just let me handle the touchstone. So you guys are still fine with that, right? You didn't, we didn't cross that line. No, no, no we're, we're fine. We're so, like, everything is great. And we take care of Eric. Okay. All right, you peanuts. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't there to pick you up earlier today. I was, um, you know, get, I was running a little late for my own class. I had some things to prepare, but... Uh, in the morning, I will see you in your dormitories, and it's getting about that time that you should head back to your homeroom. Okay. Okay. G goodbye, and take care. Alrighty. Just one mini, mini, <laughs> mini timeout to talk, like, as players at this point. Yeah. Guys, what do you think, like, like, Sebastian and Nadine, like, should we, should we go for a risk? Because, you know, right now we try to, you know, be as safe as possible while talking to her. But, you know, should we at some point risk it? Like, you know, finding out whether she's going to be up to something good or bad? Because after this conversation, I'm not any, any more intelligent or not knowing anything about what we wanted to find out. Mm. Let me say it like that. In the moment, just just for me, Eric, as much mm -hmm. as me, the player, uh, Sebastian, likes to, to uh, think behind everything and try to find the paranoid little mind inside of me that says she has to be up to something, given all that has happened. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm Eric, which had quite a conversation with her, which was I get reaching it. quite deep. And granted mm -hmm. all that we talked about and how she acted towards him, he's rather trustworthy in, in her direction. Uh, point is, just from the player perspective, as she just told you that two touchstones can potentially cause a certain reaction to each other, 
if she carries the touchstone with her all the time, it will be impossible for Cecily to sneak the other touchstone into her muck without her noticing. If they react to each other, even if they aren't meant for it. Well, actually, right now, there is the possibility. <laughs> what you learned right now is that those touchstones do not react to each other. That's what you definitely know now. Yeah. They, they are not, they do not seem to be connected. Yeah. I was thinking about asking her about um, Charles. Something like, hey, we want to try to make friends. Would be a possibility. I wonder how she would react. You know, yep. would you ask that maybe, Sebastian, as Eric, since we just did the whole touchstone thing, like, hey, um, you had a deep conversation, maybe like, I try to make friends, I really tried to step out of my comfort zone or something like that, and ask about, is that a good person to be friends with? Maybe like that? I mean, Ch Charles is a fourth year student, right? Mm -hmm. But maybe he's not. We don't know anything. That's what he says. He could be anyone. And, to, and Mildred can also be like, what? Him? He doesn't exist since whatever. Just want to make sure that... <laughs> <laughs> Just point in that regard um, about Charles. You made the deal with him. Should we mention that or not? No. Just saying. Shall we? But then we went, then we revealed the whole touchstone, right? No, and no, it doesn't have to. But but this can be this can be a, a good way because we, I mean, you can like express like like a, a fear or concerns about that you went into a deal with this guy called Charles Lemay, um, in order to you know get the the whole um, bumper um, thing. So just to you know, in this conversation, we could find out like her re relationship towards Charles. And maybe the whole thing about, you know, the, the deal. And I mean, he's saying that you, after four days, you would turn into a, a bunny again. I mean, we have, don't have any proof of that. You don't have to tell that you already have a deal. It's just like, uh, because you don't know the rules of magic society too much, because you simply don't. I mean, if Eric doesn't care that we might take, get taken away the crystal bear shield points, I mean, that might be interesting for... Tesla doesn't care if she's in that shield or not, so... I mean, potentially losing the point might hurt, but hey, it's about Cecily, and Cecily is, in Eric's eyes, more important than the crystal bearer thing. All right, let's do this. She's, she's fine. Well, as long as Wilbur's fine, I'm fine. Wilbur's shaking his head in your sleeve like this. He's like, mm, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, Wilbur. <laughs> so, Cecily turns around and she walks up to Mildred and she says, Hey, Mildo. Oh, hey, you're still here. I need to come, come out with something. I feel very bad and I don't know how to oh. handle this and I really need your Jeez. advice for something. And she turns around and she's <laughs> like, I got this, guys. You got this. Okay, okay. What, what can I do? What can I do here for? Okay, so... We met a student, he's, I think, in his mm -hmm. fourth year here, I don't know, and he offered some help, and I kind of made a, I think, a magical deal. I mean, how could I have known? I just said, okay, we do this, and uh, it's, a, it's a long story, but his name is Charles LeMay, and he, um, yeah, he said, I owe him something, so I'm really not sure, like, is this a good thing? How far can he make this? And <laughs> Sassly, let me get this straight. You made 
an open-ended magical deal. You said you both agreed that the spell was magically binding when he made it? I don't really remember, but it sounds like that could be it. Um, hi, Michael. It's Michael here. You did. You both did. I re I re-listened <laughs> to it, yeah. Yeah, I listened to it. Uh, you, okay. you agreed. Yeah. Um, it was now clear. that I really <laughs> listened to the voice in my head, it's yes, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um you have an open-ended magical deal. This is not great. This is not great. What was the student's name? Charles LeMay. I call him Charlie. Charles LeMay. I, I never heard of that person before. You said it was an older student? I would... I think I would know. That, that doesn't sound familiar to me. And Sassy turns around and she looks at the guys and she's like, Guys, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And she looks again to, to, to Mildred and she's like, Oh, no. How could I have known about that? <laughs> um, Sassley, um. I, if, you wanted to, if you want to deceive Mildred this completely, you're going to have to spend some IP. You're going to have to spend some influence points. Um. Right, right now, she is allied to you, but if you lie to her enough, she might not be. Uh, just, just me, the player, throwing something yeah. in. If this yeah. person doesn't exist at this school at all, this touchstone is evil business that we have carrying with us right now. Shall I tell her? Shall I tell her? Lucas, say something. We're three people. We're three people. Say something. Sassley is ready. She's like shaking and she's never afraid. She's like, oh no, oh no, oh no. I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe we're at a turning point, but we have to decide for one way. I feel like there is something about Mildred and she's up to something, but at the moment, I feel like we can trust her more than other people. Also, we may. So yes, far. I think so as well. Yeah. So Sassley's going to shoot it out now. Oh. Oh my god, guys! <laughs> Even I'm nervous right now. Sassy looks with big with <laughs> Sassy. Sassy looks with big eyes to Mildred, and she's like, "Um, we 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 have a second touchstone, and this guy he he did something magical with me, and he said he I should put it on your on your mark, and I really am scared, and he wants me to be a bunny, and we really like you. Please don't kill us. I'm very afraid. What? <laughs> what? Can we go closer as well? Well, I'm already super close. Oh, what has? Wait, slow down. You did what? You you have a touchstone? Sh show it to me. Really? Why didn't you guys tell me about this earlier? Okay, that, that's that, that's the point. Eric is going to come closer. Yeah, Eric's coming closer. You three are all gathered around Mildred. Well, it just happened. I promise, it just happened. <gasps> so, Mildred, Miss Mulberry, please don't be angry with us. We promise we didn't want to do anything bad with it. I also don't want to be a bunny anymore because that Charles LeMay guy, he said he's going to turn me into a bunny very, very fast if I don't do this. And Eric... Get the touchstone out. I need some proof here. Hold on, Mildo. Yeah, that's that's like the point where Eric just he has the stone with him and he gets it out and like holds it open. And and this is the touchstone he gave me, and he said I have to put it on your coffee mug, and it's going to be a very very funny prank. But I knew something was fishy. This guy was not fun. And she looks with big eyes to Mildred. Okay, she's looking at it. Mildred's Mildred's looking at the the touchstone. And she's not touching it, uh, and she's like, what does Charles LeMay look like? How tall is he? Jasper, you write everything down. Yeah, I just have to listen to my inside voice again. 
<clears throat> I didn't. I know I didn't give you any specific information, but like he's average height, really average height guy. Yeah. Eric just raises his hand to the point like he's that high. Yeah, like Eric shows, like that. Huh. Oh, okay. Well, it could be. Really could be. Look, I I have a feeling that this touchstone shouldn't be anywhere near any magic of mine. This mug. Uh, oh. This mug is uh, the key. It's the key to opening my room. Anybody who attuned a touchstone to my mug would be able to enter my room any time that they wanted. Oh. And I think I know who this is, but I oh. I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it at all. Oh my gosh, guys, we found Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is really tense This now. is really tense. I'm super oh, ready. Who is it, Mildred? Who is it? You can tell us everything. Quick. Let's return to the common room now, and I will tell you something. This sounds like an idea. Don't forget your mug, Miss Mulberry. I'm not going to forget my mug, Jasper. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Mulberry, can you please take care that I'm not going to be going to be a bunny anymore? I'll do the best I can, Sassley, but we're in a very precarious situation now because of the deal that you made. Come, come all of you inside now. And she walks into the castle. And night falls as you enter Neudrachenberg Castle together. You are nervous. You are excited. But one thing is for sure. Some answers, some mysteries, will soon be revealed. JK! Michael Moore is our magician master. Nadine Kuhn is Sassley Mary Nature Spring. Sebastian Kinder is Eric Miller. Lucas Fisher is Jasper Casper. Theme music by Aaron Richards. Original background music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. Hey folks. Well, it looks like the group has sniffed out another slice of something mysterious going on in Neudrachenberg. Even I was getting pretty nervous there. Hey, these NPCs have minds of their own. I am but the vessel for their words and actions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at jk.weird.rolling, on Twitter at jkwe'rolling1, or, hey, even on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash jkwe'rolling. Do please leave us a review if you are enjoying the show on iTunes, Podchaser, or Facebook. We have links in the show description where you can do that. You can drop us a five-star rating on iTunes, which is one step less, and that would also mean a whole lot. If you listen on Spotify or somewhere you can't leave reviews and ratings, why not then share an episode on your socials, send it to a friend privately, anything truly helps us to get the word out. You are the wind beneath Sassley's wings. Thank you all so much for your support. You can further support us at patreon.com slash jkwearrolling, where we just added a new song to our playlist, have a couple ongoing polls, 
If you want to be able to have your say about what goes on here in NDB, that's what I call no Jockenberg, you can start supporting us at two euros a month and it all goes to make this show even better and getting more cool content out to all you beautiful centaurs. And we do have a couple shout outs today. We always shout out any folks who give us a, a five-star review or sign up to be a patron on Patreon. And Jasper, I understand that you actually read some things about our newest patrons uh, in your book, How to Be a Witty Wizard. Is that right? Yes, I did look it up. Do you want to hear it? Oh, I just tell you. You know, the first patron we want to thank is Hannah's Panda. Actually, this is the name of a brand. Yeah. The company was found during the so-called cuteness depression in the late 70s. People lacked the joy of cute things. So the founder started the Hannah's Panda Association, sending cute panda babies to every German household. The depression was defeated, but the panda's poo wasn't. Wow, what a history. Thank you so much. Oh, that's super interesting. What else did you find out? Oh, I also want to thank another one. Yeah, this one is called RMN Fairtrade. Oh. This is interesting for you. It's short for Ridiculous Meaningless Nonsense Fair Trade. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's an award inventors can get for new inventions that have no use for the world or society at all. If they are fair trade. People who got the award often say things like, it may be useless, but hey, it's fair trade. So buy it. I really need to get one of the products. I didn't realize that there was so much information in How to Be a Witty Wizard about the, the economy and, and, and the business world. Well, if you want to be a witty wizard, all you have to do is be prepared. Fabulous. Thanks so much, Jasper. See you later. Bye. Well, folks, we are going to end today's episode with an actual outtake that really did happen during a recording session during a break, believe it or not. Uh, we hope you enjoy that. And until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. Maybe I can try, you know, I'm, I'm playing the harmonica right now, Sebastian. Okay. Do you want yeah. to listen to it? Yeah, sure. I, I just, I, I started yesterday. It's not the best, but ah, yeah. maybe you, maybe you can find out what I'm playing. <coughs> okay. Okay. Stille Nacht, heilige Nacht. Sehr schön, sehr schön. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can you, can you, can you, can you know what this song is? I mean, it's not going to be perfect, but, but it's more like nerdy, you know? It's, it's... Yeah. I mean, Sebastian, it was Misty Mountains from The, from the Hobbit, but it was played very badly.